You're listening to Your Rivers Are Wrong, the podcast. My name is Merle, I'm here with my good friend Dante, and we're here to build worlds and tell their stories. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. Good morning, or evening, or afternoon, wherever you may be. Welcome back to the Your Rivers Are Wrong podcast. And usually, my very good friend Dante is doing this intro, and now suddenly I have to do it, because I'm all on my own today. Except for this lovely friend next to me, Cherry. Hi, Cherry. Hi, I'm Cherry the Human. Hey, Cherry the Human, you're on my podcast. <laughs> yes, amazing. <laughs> amazing. In our podcast, we talk about the wonderful whimsies of world building, the arts and aesthetics of setting up a setting, and telling stories born from it. Am I doing this right? I feel whenever Dante's going to listen back to this, he'll be either very proud or he'll like cringe the entire episode. I think your uh, like pause is really weird, but like I think it's okay. because you're reading. That's very but true. that's fine. Yes, that's okay. Yeah. How are you doing, Jerry? I think we, we know what each other is doing because we met two days ago. Yeah, it's we had like a... We are not having a sea border <laughs> in between us. Yeah. We have streets away. Yeah, basically. I'm doing fine. How about you? I'm also doing fine. Suddenly I had like a weekend that was way more busy than how my weekend usually is. Because I had like a lot of spontaneous plans, even though I didn't like plan a lot. Except for you hanging out with me, which is great. Yeah. I think last week, I don't know why everyone's so busy. I was also suddenly having a really busy week out of nowhere. Because you had to like manage a lot of shit. <laughs> you had <laughs> yeah. so many like documents and deadlines, I feel. <laughs> yeah. It was all assigned like two weeks ago. So, like, yeah, so Sucks. it's really a short uh, period. It's not me doing anything at the last moment. Yeah, probably is, but... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, don't we all work like that? At least yeah. I work like that. Yeah. Usually I do this podcast with my friend Dante, and he is across the seas, usually. So we have like Discord, hassle, and, you know, all kinds of complicated stuff. And now you're just in my room. Which I'm is just great. Like, uh, it's a, so easy. Not even a minute away. Not even you. one meter away. Yeah. Yes. So you did study with me. Yes, I did. I'm now a graphic designer, messy coder. Yes. A machine fixer. <laughs> nice. Artist wannabe. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> and then All now amazing. I'm a cherry the Merla realized friend. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's great. <laughs> yeah. Can that be on your C V too? You know, whenever you send yeah, applications and stuff. Um, yeah, Merida I will put experience. Uh, yeah. yeah, experience, friend of Merida. Yeah, friend of Merida. <laughs> yeah, like, who's Merida? You don't have to know. <laughs> yeah. I feel like we talked about this a lot where you're like, how do you explain what you do when you just do all kinds of random yeah. shit as it's a also, job? <laughs> it's hard to put a tag on yourself. It's like, ah, I want to say I'm a graphic designer, but am I qualified? But I would just say it, say that because I have to say something. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. Like you can only say that you're qualified when you believe it and then only people will believe it if you say it. Yeah. Right? So it's a sort of vicious circle that you have to start yourself, otherwise it's not going to work. Yeah, it's like fake it until you make yeah, it. You have to start like somewhere. That. Yeah, for What sure. is your title? How do you explain yourself? <sighs> That's so hard. Because I do like illustration stuff, and then I do freelance graphic design stuff. Yeah. But I'm also a student, which is weird because then... You also write a lot. And I write a lot, yeah. <laughs> God, I don't know. I'm so complicated. <laughs> I had to like think of this when I filled in my Instagram bio. Oh. And I was like, you have, I don't know how much it is, 200 characters for saying what you do. <laughs> how do I make this work? It's so hard. And then I, I ended up with like illustration student artist writer in Holland or something. But it's not really, it doesn't really feel like that's what I do but somehow I ended up there I think what I like is I also just put adjective before the things I do so it just make it last 
like hype. Like I say, messy coders. I'm not a、oh. coder, like proper like programmer, but I'm a coder. And then you know I'm messy. That's pretty good, actually. It's like an opposite of that word. And yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. oh, what do you mean? But it's like, yeah, exactly what I mean. It feels like that you make it less serious, but you can just say, ah,、oh, I guess I code very messily usually. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. But then you know, if you have adjectives, there's even more characters. <laughs> It's like, very difficult. Yeah, I remember like our conversation was how to use search GIF. So like、oh. just add a little adjective to my GIF search. Yeah, so I just <laughs> yeah we talked about like the、yeah. the function in WhatsApp where you can、uh, look in the GIF library and find an appropriate GIF, and then you have to have search terms for what GIF you want to do. How do you explain when you just need like a specific eyebrow raise? You know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like maybe that's also where you need adjectives. Yeah, I love adjectives. Adjectives are pretty great. Yeah. Today's Topic that I prepare is about this stage of ambiguous, like、mm. we don't know, mysterious kind of feeling. So this specific things I want to talk about is cloud. Nice. Yeah. That's perfect. I love.、Cloud. I'm so curious. Please elaborate. So cloud is a really weird things, right? It's a like shades of white hovering in the sky,、mm-hmm. and then cloud is not really huggable. You cannot really touch it, but it's there. You can see it, and it's gigantic. But at the same time. Is something that is there, but also not there. Right. Yeah. It's temporary. It's really transformable. It's ephemeral. Very. very I remember、ephemeral. this word. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. When you, for example, explain that if you have a cloudy mind or cloudy feelings, you have something bothering your mind, but it's not raining yet. You can go really sad, <laughs> oh, like wait, dramatic. I love that. Yeah.、Whoa. It's like a cloud is hovering your your heart. But it can also flies away, but or it can become a rain. Yeah, it's like the possibility、rain. of terror. Yeah, yeah, it's like possibility of become dramatic. <laughs> yeah, or it can just、uh, flies away. It's like a sneeze that didn't came out. You know, that's definitely what it is. Yeah, like, oh my god, that's so accurate. It's、oh, like the moment where people are saying like, yeah, you have to look in the light, and then you'll、yeah. be able to sneeze, and then it yeah, never works. Like, I think there's one artist even that makes like actual clouds in、yeah. museums and stuff, which is also、He's、super、Dutch. cool. Is he Dutch? I should have known that. <laughs> Ah,、oh, Berndhout Smilde, I think, which is difficult in all languages. Yeah, <laughs> that's. I really like that one because it's literally an actual cloud inside of a museum. I'm not sure how it works. I assume he has a sort of chemical process that makes them, and then they fade away or something. Yeah, I think he said I made self-made clouds into、mm. space, and then it fades away. Yeah, and then people can just look at it as if it's an artwork, but it's just a cloud. Yeah, and it's like so you have them in the sky all the time. <laughs> yeah. Somehow it gets very weird when you put it in a museum-like space. The whole thing that you talked about with clouds is that it's not really a thing yet, right? Like、yeah. it's almost rain or it's almost a dramatic mood, yeah, but not quite. And then like, if you put it in a museum,、between. it feels like you have an in-between that's suddenly like permanent in a museum. Yeah, it's also something that it will never be the same, right? You will see a single cloud, but、mm. it, it will also become another single cloud. Yeah, it can also separate into two. And then become one. Fucking magic, dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> What do you want? <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I remember when I was little, we used to have like pretty long car rides to my grandma,、mm-hmm. who lived like I don't know, one and a half hours away or something. But I remember specifically from these car rides that I always was sitting in the back and I was looking up at whatever cloudscape there was that day. And then one time, it felt like different little islands that sort of came together and then went away from each other and stuff. And then I was imagining an entire sort of world where imagine if you're living on this kind of a cloudscape, right? So this is your Earth. This is your surface that you build your house on and that you go to school on and that、yeah. you blah blah. 
If you constantly have the earth moving away from under you, it changes the way that your society works. Like if you live on this sort of surface that's constantly changing or in between, then also you never have the same neighbors, right? Yeah, you're always floating. Yeah, and you're always like making connections and then immediately losing them again. Yeah, it's like, oh, hi, bye. Yeah, there's never like one map that you have. One day your school is, you know, a hundred feet away and then the other day... It's like next to your house, awkwardly close to your house. I don't know. That is like individualistic to the maximum. There's like, there's no, no, like yeah, centralized. There's no attachments yeah. anywhere. <laughs> anywhere. Yeah. It's like, oh yeah. It's impossible I, to centralize yeah. anything. Yeah. yeah. I guess it made me think of the the sort of in-between and how you can. Yeah. It's yeah. The, like the ambiguous feeling of like, it can be, but not be. It's really like a feelings, but it's like physical. It's like you can see. It reminds me of a phrase like elephant in the room. Oh. Yeah. It's yeah. like it's, everyone can sense it. It's a sort of undercurrent. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah that's something like that. I also like how that in-betweenness, how that really feels like a good metaphor for things. Like the thing that you just said, like when you say, oh, I'm my mood is pretty cloudy or something. Yeah. I feel like clouds are in general very poetic. Yeah. Like you can use them in a very nice way in language as well and stuff. Yeah. But I was thinking, like, cloud is a poetic word. But if you if you're attached to something, for example, you say studio cloud, it just immediately becomes so cheesy. It's like it's a term that you shouldn't use to solid stuff. Do you mean in in like a super literal? You shouldn't product? claim cloud. Not just what I feel. Defeats kind of the definition of it. Yeah, in a way. and also talking about like how it's physically present. Cloud is such a specific thing as using in comics or manga or animation mm. as like a buff of um, people's power. So if like if people have like, a, I don't know, lightning effects, it will have clouds. And I was thinking like, why is it always like this cloudy effects or like yeah. make a silence dramatic or something like mm. that. But cloud is actually, for example, in illustration, I think is the physical percent of wind because people can't draw wind because wind is invisible oh. but they had to find a like similar kind of yeah like, beings right, right. In between wind air and all this like uh, you know silence uh, power it just yeah and out. also motion whenever there's like comics and you need to have a lot of movement you just have like those movement lines and those cloudy kind of bits yeah. in there in illustration or in stories cloud is always so visible it's just white blocks yeah <laughs> And like God or the people above us always take clouds as a vehicle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like really yeah. weird. It's like the super cheesy that they yeah. sit on it and then they never have legs. And stuff. Yeah, 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 something like that. I think it also ties into a lot of things. Like I think Dad and I did an episode on like the sky or the weather. I'm not sure either one of those. But then we also talked about how um, how the heavens, you know, like mm-hmm. the things we see in the sky, very often are attributed to godly powers because we can't really reach it and it's kind of abstract that's also i think similar with clouds it's just such a backdrop to everything that we do right like we see it all the time and it changes a lot so it also influences the mood of your life yeah (laughs) so extra but i think that's true if you have an entire sky filled with like very stormy ominous clouds then we can't not acknowledge that because it's so in your face yeah, but do you think cloud is dangerous? Well, not really. I don't really know if I even think about it in that regard. That's like, why I'm almost yeah. like, why is It cloud... feels more metaphorical than an actual like, thing. Yeah, it's so big and then hovering us, but no one's scared of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like if you have a gigantic sun, people would be like, whoa, what sun. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like cloud, yeah. like, ah, oh, yeah, cloud. <laughs> That's actually true. And then I also think of like, for example, 
So last century or the last two century, we not two century actually, two decades, century, century. <laughs> <laughs> I always century. messed up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. English. Um, yeah. <laughs> but like we can fly now and climb yeah, something. Yeah, we figured that out. <laughs> yeah, we figured that out. <laughs> Thanks to the humanity. But but yeah, we we can fly. But cloud is something that you don't say. Cloud is flying. Cloud is floating. Yeah, it's not flying. Yeah. Yeah, and then when you fly, and then you just like go through the clouds. You're just above clouds. You cannot be. You can't really be in one. Yeah. Or you can't no. really be on one. Yeah. Yeah. No. It's, it's not a place. No. You cannot <laughs> land it. Yeah, you can't land it. Yeah. I think landing it is only in yeah. in illustration or like. You know, like the Ghibli um, castle in the sky, uh. like those kind of beings, <laughs> something that is not there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's very true. And also, when you say clouds are not flying, but they're more floating or hovering or something, it feels more like it's a passive thing. You can only fly, I think, if you're usually on the ground. Yeah, you're from right? somewhere. Yeah, because like birds fly, because they also have legs. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like you need the distinction. Because otherwise it's not flying; it's just being in the air. You need a landing point. I guess so. So flying is like a process or like a period of in it's between, temporary. I feel. Yeah, yeah, in between a, points. Yeah. So then, if, if clouds are just there all the time, it's not really flying. It's floating fl- yeah, is floating, more aim- aimless. Yeah. <laughs> this is so vague. Holy yeah. shit! Yeah. Yeah. And I also think it's very funny that real clouds, like the way we see them in the sky and stuff, and we, the way we talk about them, are so different from cartoony clouds there's this one specific shape this sort of circle with like edges to it yeah we know what we're talking about that's super obviously a cloud but they never look like that (laughs) that's not how they look it's a nice appropriation but that's not how they look no yeah (laughs) it's also like as my dad is also used to be a painter oh nice i didn't know that yeah but he his favorite things to draw is like this bunch of stars because he, he can just do this. Like a <laughs> oh, yeah, you can of, splash it on yeah. there. Or he do clouds because cloud is easy. Like realistic kind of something, yeah. right? You just grab a tissue paper and have some white paint and you just like mess. You just dab onto yeah. it? Oh, interesting. It's so much easier than, for example, if you want to Photoshop a cloud, uh. it, it will never be a cloud. Cloud yeah. is difficult. Cloud is difficult. Is yeah. it like just shades but of white? I feel like you need this sort of randomness to it. Yeah, Because exactly. I remember I've tried to like really paint like with a paintbrush clouds and then it never, you never make it work because you're like, if you have a reference or something, you can study the shape of it, but it's not, it's not how it's going to look because it doesn't feel like a cloud if you purposefully kind of make it yeah. the shape, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it feels very fitting that you make clouds with like shoving tissue paper on your canvas. Yeah, because like tissue paper, you can really control it like a yeah, brush. Yeah, it's random. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice. Tips from Jerry's dad. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jerry's dad. Yeah. Yeah. But it's also like a wet tissue paper just look like cloud. <laughs> oh, so. You could just slap the tissue paper yeah. actually as the cloud. Like, yeah. yeah. It's maybe even better. Yeah. Amazing. I love yeah. clouds. Clouds are great. Yeah. I think also I am a cloudy person. Like back to like, we don't know how to describe ourselves. I uh-huh. think I'm also like... That's the most accurate yeah. version of yourself? Yeah, it's like, nice. I'm cloudy. <laughs> I have like a little platform in my room that my bed is on. And next to my bed, I have three like Riso prints, which is like a specific kind of printing technique of just clouds. And I think someone did them. And I don't know the one who was, who was making these cloud pictures. You found abandoned you know? clouds? I found abandoned clouds. Yeah. It was just the most basic picture, you know? It was just as if someone snapped a photo of the sky and that's it. It wasn't even like super fancy clouds. It was just, you know, the usual 
the huge, the huge, <laughs> the huge clouds. The huge clouds. But every time I look at it now, because they're like A3 landscape prints, right? It feels like I'm in a sort of airplane and I'm looking out at, at a sky like a that's really window. nice. Yeah, it's like a little window. Oh, it's that's super so wholesome. Nice. Yeah. Like the same way that you have like the glow in the dark stars that you can put on your um, ceiling and stuff mm-hmm. when you were little. That's also a best invention ever. It make it extra awesome, wholesome. It's also <laughs> awesome, awesome because you give it a frame. I think every time you take a cloud mm. picture, it give you a frame. Although I said you shouldn't claim a cloud, but like it gives like a nice feeling. Like you can never mess up a cloud picture. That's pretty true. Yeah, because they're so they're just they're always blue aesthetic and then white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like sun, you can mess up. <laughs> sun is so hard to photograph, honestly. Like, yeah, I don't think that's. And then you have to have like shutter speed and something that yeah. you have to be professional. But cloud, no, you just, <laughs> yeah. just cloud. <laughs> That's also funny because clouds are also, it's very easy to forget that they're there all the time. Yeah. Even though like sometimes when you don't see them, like right now, when I look outside, it's super clear blue skies, right? Mm-hmm. But then they're still somewhere. I just don't see them because I have a, like a little puny human perspective on the world, you know? Yeah. You're so small. You're so small. You're so small. <laughs> but yeah. also like if they are far away. And you can see them floating. They can come to you or not. <laughs> <laughs> They're so purposeless. Wow. Yeah, then you're like, wait, is it raining? No. <laughs> uh, never mind. Yeah. yeah. You can probably attest to this because you're from Taiwan, right? Yeah. So you're not used to crazy Dutch weather before you came here. Actually, Taiwan also have Dutch weather. Do you feel like clouds behave differently here? Mm, yeah, I actually don't know. I don't think I notice cloud that much. Like this if you ask me like, oh, what's a cloud? Like, for example, people say, oh, what's the moon difference between Taiwan and the uh, Netherlands? And we'll be like, oh, yeah, the moon. bigger. <laughs> it's <laughs> so, also yeah, like a moon, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But cloud <laughs> is like so random. You'll have one moon. Yeah. But cloud is like, you don't There's have no- one cloud. <laughs> you know, clouds are kind of like a hive mind. Now that I think yeah. about it, they're constantly reformed. So there's not like, yeah, it's like, like a random button. Yeah, <laughs> like, there must be like the worst enemy. They can't grow as enemy. a person. Yeah, because they're constantly like reshuffled. Cloud equals I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it's also like they have no no purpose. Like they, they're yeah. just it's they're just, just taking there. things as it goes. Or they're just playing a space on the sky, but yeah. they're also not claiming it. For example, you're now in Arnhem, mm-hmm. and then if you take a train to your home, if there's a cloud following you, do you feel like there's a cloud following <laughs> you? Whoa. Wait. For me, I always feel like the moon is following me. I'm like, dude, stop stalking me. <laughs> stop being like so weird. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if it is fall, fo- yeah. Well, I feel like I'm too little to be followed for like something massive that is the hive mind of clouds in the sky. Probably. Like if it accidentally drifts my direction, <laughs> you know, yeah. then I don't really assume it's following me because it's, it has more important things to think about than my tiny little life. You know Such what I mean? Such a good disguise. Maybe they are evil, after all. Yeah. We're just giving them credit for, like, being <laughs> being altruistic, but they're not. They're like, if the cloud is stalking you, and then you're like, you're stalking me. It's like, no, I'm, I'm not the same cloud. <laughs> Wait, perfect excuse. My yeah. dog ate my homework, you know? Oh, that, no, that was my neighbor. Yeah. <laughs> he looked like, like me. <laughs> we yeah. all look the same. Yeah. <laughs> this reminds me of this one episode from uh, Timmy Turner, the mm-hmm. American cartoon. He has, like, fairy godparents, and they can grant wishes for him. And then he's like, I wish I was more interesting, or I wish I was the only person that made sense in this world. Something like that. And then the wish comes true. And then every other person in his life is basically like this gray blob. You can't distinguish between people anymore. It's really scary. Is Cloud like, communist? 
<laughs> oh my god. Are you saying <laughs> No, in the video. You know, they're they're so happy-go-lucky, but in the in secret, you know, well, we don't know what yeah, they're Yeah, you can attach a lot of concepts to it. Yeah, yeah. no. <laughs> if you want to have a good metaphor, it's nice when something is like... Yeah, they're undefined yet. They're undefined, yeah. I also undefined. <laughs> That's why I'm cloudy. Mm -hmm. I respect <laughs> you're that. Cloudy. You're cloudy. Mela? <laughs> you're cloudy today. You're feeling cloudy. I also like cloudy in, in the sense of that it feels like you can say you have a bad mood, but it sounds nicer. <laughs> it sounds less angry than saying I have a bad mood. It's like just quiet, dramatic. Mm. Not quite dramatic, but quiet. Quiet, dramatic. I love this concept. Do you ever feel like you want to use clouds as a specific metaphor? I use clouds for my website Favicon. Oh, nice. It's like a, a little logo on top, right? Yeah, it's a pink cloud. Yes. That's the only cloud I claim. <laughs> <laughs> well, you made it though. Yeah. Should I tell you what yeah. I want to talk about today? This was actually really funny because as you said, we had like a chat on Friday. Yeah, we had cake together because you had deadlines finished and I had work finished and yeah. it was really nice. And we actually talked about this already. And then I was like, no. <laughs> No, wait, wait, smaller. this was my topic. Yeah, but we can still talk about it because there's more to discuss, I think. Okay. But I want to talk with you about names and name given. Oh. We talked about this a little bit oh, in regards really. to yeah. your mom's nickname and stuff for yeah. you. And it was really nice. And I think it's an interesting topic specifically because you have, you know, your birth name. And then you have the name that I guess a lot of friends of you, including me, use, which is Cherry. But then you decided to use that for yourself. So a little bit of background story. So I'm sure. from I'm from Taiwan. My real name is Nai Xuan. I prefer to be called Cherry here. Mm. It's also easier for people to remember. It sounds more friendly. But it's also like my friends back home also call me Cherry, but in Mandarin. Oh, but it's also coming from a really old like. Um, That's really nice. When actually. I was small, I have a really chubby face, <laughs> and then I blush, oh. and it looked like a cherry. So it's coming from there. So it's like a nickname. That's so, really sweet, though. Yeah. <laughs> I really like that. Yeah. So what we talk also on Friday is, for example, because I'm here, my family is in Taiwan, and if I want to refer to someone, to my parents or to my mom, I have to make up names for them. Because mm -hmm. for them, like, English name is really hard to remember sometimes. It's like, right. who is this? Also, Dutch names? <laughs> hard to translate. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> Our language is more yeah, difficult. So I, mean. I call uh, Mirla Xiaomei to my mom. <laughs> and Xiaomei means little plum. So Aww, it's basically grabbing cute. a mare, uh, like uh, to kind of... Like trust. phonetically, yeah, right? Exactly. Like the way you say it. And then mm. Xiao means small. So it's like little plum. That's nice. I think that's also for any culture, kind of how it works. Like I have a hard time remembering Asian names. Yeah. Because they're not like it's in my... language. Yeah, yeah, true. But then it's very logical that you're like, what the fuck is this Dutch name? <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah. all sounds the same. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the, the artist that we just named. Like, I don't even remember his name. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I also did. Like, I think his name is like universally hard to remember. <laughs> I'm sorry, bro. So artistic. <laughs> yeah, so expressive. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe to give a little bit of context, it's nice to talk about names because very often, you know, if we're talking about storytelling and world building... Name giving is a thing that makes something that you made up suddenly very real. Yeah. Like, if we're talking about wrong rivers or right rivers, <laughs> since we're doing this podcast, if you make up a river in your world and you think it's a very cool, interesting river, but it doesn't have a name, it feels less defined. It's kind of literally giving a definition to what you made up or what you're thinking of. 
Another example, I should say, of this could be, you know, in the real world when you're pregnant and you're going to have a kid and then you can think of names and then the whole process of name giving makes it an individual tiny little human in a way. It has like a very important role in making something its own thing, I guess. I think make it meaningful. Yeah, meaningful. Yeah, yeah, just giving a meaning. That's the right word, I think. Yeah. And also specifically, I think the topic of, you know, naming yourself or deciding on your own name or how you want to define yourself is also very big right now. So I think it has a lot of... Like pronouns? Yeah, pronouns or I think in the like transgender community, dead naming is a thing where you prefer to not use your old name because it doesn't feel like you, even though it is your, or was, I should say, your official, you know, birth name. Because you feel different or you present yourself different, you want your name or the way that people refer to you to also change or to reflect it better. Yeah. That's, I think, a really interesting thing. That's something not super important or initially it doesn't feel like a it's name is very important. It's not a big important. act. Yeah, it's not a big act, but somehow it has a lot of influence on the way we think about ourselves. Yeah, which is pretty fascinating. Like the, that just the fact that you think of a random word, a non-existing word, can change the way we think about something. Yeah, suddenly become like likable or something. Yeah. If we're talking about human names, it also says a lot about where you're from sometimes, not always, but, you know, the fact that... Yeah, it's linked to language. Yeah, I think so too. Like, I, I was also thinking, um, you know, the very fancy rich people that have like seven names to them, and that's like the way to see that they're from a rich, like long-living breed of fancy family, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like um, when you talk about the river. You you definitely watch Spirited Away. Yeah. And the final plot is like Chihiro found uh, his name. And, yeah. And then he is a river. Oh, yes. He's a river. It's like, I'm a river god. And then I remember my name now. And then I suddenly have a meaning or I have an aim. I don't have to stay here. Oh, that's and right. I don't know where. <laughs> this cloudy limbo yeah. <laughs> that I am now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 It's actually a plot. And I was like, oh, it reminds me of that. I really love that scene from Spirited Away. And I also totally forgot that I was in there. <laughs> I was like, remember? It's such a complex movie, you know? There's so much going on. I think I've seen this movie like three times. It was the first ever Ghibli movie I watched and I was like 10 and I was so confused. And then I was like, I'm not sure if I like this. And then my brother was like, you're gonna like this. <laughs> Just watch it a second time. It's important. You gotta like it. And then I watched it the second time and I was in love, obviously. So that was really nice. But it's it's actually, if you talk about Spirit Away, actually the whole plot is having names inside. Like, for example, he's, his name is Chihiro. And then he got, like, taking her name away from the witch. Oh, yeah. It's like, now you're called this now. And you have to, like, abandon right. your previous identity to become part of this. And then she is, like, slowly forgetting about everything that she is right. as Chihiro. Yeah. Wow, I so forgot this entire plot of the movie. It also reminds me of... Legend of Korra, where they enter the spirit world and stuff. At some point, there's an episode where they enter the spirit world, but then there is this sort of place in there, because the spirit world is, in general, not like the real world. It's a bit vague, <laughs> I guess. It's cloudy. Vague and spiritually. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a bit cloudy. <laughs> so this one place that is present there is a sort of large fog. If you stay in the fog too long, you sort of start losing yourself and what you were doing and you don't know where you were going in the first place and then you kind of get forever lost in this fog. You shouldn't go in there, you know, or you'll be there forever and forget everything that you are. I really like the the way they did the sort of forgetting in that scene because it's very physical. The fact that your name is kind of the first thing that you will forget about yourself 
Mm. It's a sort of anchor, I guess. It's a sort of super basic summary. Also, your name is in every memories that you're in. Yeah, because if like if you think about it, it's like all the memories are linked to your name, and then if you change the name, that those memories will kind of be abandoned. Because, for mm. example, although I said like my my friends back in Taiwan also call me Cherry, but mostly also just call me Benishun. But like yeah. for example, if you explain to them your memories with me as Cherry, it will not really link link because、yeah. my name for them is Benishun. Do you then also feel that? Cherry is a different person from Nishun. I don't think at the beginning it was, but because of the memory building up, or like me studying here and get all the knowledge of art, what even that, <laughs> what that means? Art in my horizon. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 sure. yeah, yeah.、Uh, having my own style or like just growing up to、mm. become a designer. I think that part links more to Cherry than Nishun. Every time when I have to write down my names for documents or stuff, I always feel like, ah, should I use my real name or should I use Cherry the Human? That's also actually nice to talk about because you also specifically name yourself Cherry the Human, which is amazing in so many ways. <laughs> yeah, I just found it really catchy. Catchy, yeah. Yeah, it's a fruit. <laughs> I'm not a fruit. Specify it. I'm a human. I would just、oh. wanted to、um, have a name for my URL for whereby. <laughs> I was like,、ah, Cherry already claimed. That's like a zoom,、clean. zoom thing kind yeah. of. Yeah, and then I just say, Oh, Cherry the human. It sticks, yeah. And I like to add different things、uh, to replace humans, like Cherry the melting person. Adjectives. <laughs> yeah, it's it. like it's like、awesome. a, it's like an adjective, like、yeah. add to the name Cherry. I love that you have like so many layers in your name, though. Like if you say Cherry the melting human, you're like. Nai Xuan, who became Cherry, who became Cherry the Human, who became Cherry the Melting Human, because、yeah. it's super hot today.、That's、it's a、good. process. It's already a plot. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. It's like a full arc. Yeah, you got there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe in a different world, there would be a way for people to constantly change names. Like this is an interesting world building concept. Like when you feel different, you can name yourself differently. Is there a basic for this name, or is always like today I called Edward, tomorrow I called Richard, kind of? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Maybe. And that would probably be like super impractical. I'm just curious what that looks like. It sounds very complicated. Wait, it reminds me of something like chemical signs. Yeah. Like every time you find a chemical signs, you're given a name, but like this chemical change it into different things, and there will be a new names. <gasps> it's like a shape shifting chemical. Yeah. Ah.、Uh, so one day it's nitrogen, and the other day it's like I don't know. And if they're combined, they're just combined names. H and O,、oh. they're like H two O is like water. So no, maybe it's、crazy. already existing, like、oh、in the、God. chemical world. That just also like、wild. just making babies, right? Like you got something from your mom <laughs> and、oh、God, something from your dad.、Weird. Yeah, it's just like it's such a weird link, but that's actually the combination. <laughs> yeah.、Think. Also, you got your name, like you you passed down、yeah. the last. It's、names. an inherited thing. Also, I think in general, like don't also Spanish or Latinx names work like that? That you have your. Your father's surname and then your mother's surname and those two are your both surnames or something. But then I don't know how that works when like you get yeah, a baby and then yeah, like, because like, you don't have like、one? six surnames at some point. That's a lot. Interesting. Interesting. An Icelandic name could end on son or daughter, which is literally like my dad's name is Jack, right? So if we were both Icelandic, then my surname would be Jack's daughter, Jack's daughter. And how about? Your daughter, Chuck's daughter's daughter. <laughs> Whoa, that would be wild, and also super confusing after like five generations. <laughs> yeah. So your surname is not really like linked to your family, but it's linked to a first name. Yeah, it's like you're not really you, but you're someone's daughter. Yeah, 
That's kind of your definition then. Who's the first person then? That's important. <gasps> I want to be the first person. <laughs> Do they even, like, what's the surname of the first person? Yeah. World's daughter. <laughs> World. Universe daughter. Yeah. <laughs> But I like that a lot too, though. It's really nice to think of sort of different systems for name giving. You're multiple stuff. Like, you're someone's daughter. You're also a graphic designer. How do you define it in yeah. one word, even? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I'm Cherry, but what does that mean? Yeah. Because <laughs> today I'm Cherry the human, and tomorrow I'm Cherry the fruit. And today I'm a Cherry the mirrorless friend. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. Today you're like co-host Cherry. <laughs> yeah, co-host Cherry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think name is linked to too many things. It's such a simple word. Actually, also, if you have a language... Is the first thing just creating words? Isn't that already like a naming? I mean, yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, for sure. Because like, for example, in Mandarin, cheese is just cheese. So it's just like literally kind of like... Kind of similar, yeah. Yeah, like if something exists, we have to name it. But here's the difference, I think. Because if you say, if I buy some cheese from the supermarket, mm -hmm. then I refer to that as cheese. I bought some cheese. But if I give a name to that cheese... It can still be cheese. I can still refer to it as a cheese. But if I name it Frederick, my new best friend that is also cheese. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a strange example. Because we are also all humans, right? Mm -hmm. I could also refer to you as, hey, here's my human friend. <laughs> yeah. I don't have to say cherry. But I do because we're ah. individual about it. So like we feel important enough that we name it. It's ourselves. like <laughs> cheese or human or I don't know, cat is yeah. like the bigger... Yeah, like there's a lot of them. There's yeah, not it's just like, one. This is the bigger layer. And yeah. then below humans, there's Cherry and Merla. Yeah. And below cheese, there's Frederick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> there's, like, there's probably some some cheese out there that's named Frederick. I think so. Well, <laughs> your your plans is always Edwards, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. We talked about this where I want to name my plans, but I'm not convinced enough about it or I forget the names that I'm giving. But I do really want to name them all Victorian names. Yeah. Like Edward and like... Elizabeth and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and Frederick. Frederick's a good one. Uh, Franklin. Yeah, Franklin. That's also a good one. You have names, right, for your plants? Yeah, for sure. Nice. My my cat is called Vacation. That's my most proud name <laughs> ever. It's the best one. Yeah. Vacation with a big V because it's an A. You know, it's mm. not a word. Yeah. <laughs> the important <laughs> distinction. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it's also like naming it, yeah, as you said, like you cares about it more. I think you personify it somehow. Yeah. Or you give it like ownership. Yeah. Kind of specify like, hey, you're now a thing now. Yeah. You're now an existable thing in the world. That yeah. If you die, yeah. I will cry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Then you deserve a name. Yeah. That's because if you, if you say, oh yeah, my cat just died. I'll be like, yeah, okay. Just got a new cat. But there's only one vacation. Yeah. The one and only. Yeah. Your vacation. My vacation. <laughs> with a big B. <laughs> yeah. 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 Important distinction. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And then also, you're writing some cool stuff. You're doing a Unicode project. Yeah. So Unicode yeah. project is me writing a lot of stories. Mostly the process is me writing it like I or she or he. But after the full stories got written, I will give these names a Unicode. And a Unicode is kind of a symbol, right? A sort of yeah. typographic symbol. All languages have their own different Unicode. So I just grab it from a different language, being really ignorant of well, what these <laughs> yeah. symbol means, just looking at its shape and then just like, yeah, it linked to this character. Yeah. So it's kind of a collection of short stories that you wrote from your own perspective, but then you change the sort of first person into a Unicode yeah, sign. A symbol that then represents yeah. that I person, I guess. Yeah. I think the interesting part, we're going to talk about it before because I sent it to Merla. 
uh, she's my only subscription yeah. member yeah. <laughs> for my stories. I'm gladly so. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much, Your Majesty. Thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, when you send it as a symbol, it's not a word. So you, the people who read the stories will give it a name. Because you have to read the story. You cannot just say, oh, this symbol all the time. For example, there's a story about wavy here. And I always call it just wavy. I think like if other people read it, because the sign's like, what is this sign? Yeah, like swirly line. Yeah. Like a swirly dash. Yeah. And people will probably will call it like a swirly dash. Yeah, because yeah. then it forces you to think about it differently. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then everyone have, will have their own interpretation, but it's the same words. Yeah, because then on paper, you don't see what you what you hope that people are gonna no. give as a name, I guess. You just yeah. see the symbol. Yeah. I think by doing that act, I also feel more unresponsible for the story. Unresponsible? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I, I just give the responsible for people to interpret it. Right. I'm not giving definition to this person. For example, if I write every every story as, I don't know, Stephania, mm-hmm. Stephania will become real. Yeah. But if it's just a symbol... It's become surreal. I don't have responsibility. Yeah, you're literally making it abstract. <laughs> making it really abstract. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah, I like that a lot. But you do pick them, right? Because yeah. in one story, the symbol is like a swirly dash, and then another story, it's something else. Yeah, it just depends on the story, what I feel like it most closely to the kind of character feature. Mm. Do you feel like it changes once you've given it the symbol? I pick the symbol directly from the features of the story. Mm. So I think it makes it stronger or oh, like yeah, yeah, visible yeah. or more visualable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After adding a symbol. I don't think it changed that much. Because before I tried to find a symbol and write a story about it. But mm-hmm. It's more difficult than create a story and then find a name. Oh. Also because then you can just sort of retroactively name it instead of yeah. do it the other way. I really like about it that it suddenly becomes a visual thing. Because it's it's written stories, right? Yeah. You can either do that in your head, which makes it very different from, you know, the other thing that you can do is reading out loud or, you know, narrating it. If you make something written visual, it kind of forces you to, in your head, decide how you want to refer to it as a reader, I mean. Yeah, you really have to see the words because it's yeah. not really readable. The beginning of the sentence is already a symbol that you don't know how to name. So you really have to see on the paper. Yeah. So do you want people to read this out loud? I don't care, but I think it's difficult. Because I, I think I, re- <laughs> yeah. I read it once to you. I was like... Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember this. Yeah. When you were like, hey, I wrote a thing. And then you were like, I don't know how to read this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I created my own problem. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and then I just passed the phone. He's like, hey. Just read it yourself. Yeah, yeah. 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 But it's not the most annoying thing. Like, if someone don't want to name themselves, they're like, yeah, I prefer to not be named. We're like, what? how can I talk about you? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's also a thing, right? Like, if you don't have a name, you're not referable to... You're not really something. No, you're not a thing. It's weird how like only something having or not having a name changes if we can talk about it and, you know. So if we don't have any subject, who talks like Yoda. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, like caveman. If you don't have anything that you're referring to and then you speak the language without any subject, your words just become really abstract and cloudy. (laughs) Hey. It's like, okay, let's try one. A sentence without a name. Mm. Okay, actually, let's make this the prompt. Because we're almost like near the end, and I was thinking on doing something related to naming anyways. So the prompt would then be a world or a language or a system in which there's no names, really. So Mm. how do you talk? How do you live your life without naming anything ever? (laughs) 
Yeah, it's yeah. so difficult. It's also becomes so rude. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when you're a little kid and you don't have vocab or you don't know the language yet, you just point or you just cry. <laughs> Are there yeah, only two only emotion is left. Yeah, it's only emotion and I guess recognizability or something. Because I also know that babies mirror their mothers and stuff. But then if you don't have a name for it, you either just make noise or something, or you use your body. As the language, you know, to point or to grab or to slap. <laughs> yeah, but is there a I, you, he, she, they, we? Hmm. Yeah, I think so. But there's no names. No names. Then isn't it the conversation will always be direct? Yeah, you can only talk to someone if you say you. Yeah. If you say him, how are you doing? And then this him is who? Yeah. <laughs> Oh God! Yeah, that's definitely what it is. Yeah. Or you need to add an adjective to the. So、name. you can never talk about someone. No. There's no gossiping in this. There's no gossiping. It's like <laughs> doesn't work. Yeah. Or it's going to be like kind of Voldemort style, like he who must not be named. When you just say he who has the red sweater on always, you know. Yeah, just、Then、add a little bunch of adjectives to the. Kind of descriptions. The, that yeah, that, that like, can be an alternative. He has a bike that is broken. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But then also, you know. When suddenly my bike is broken, then you're like, yeah, I don't yeah, know who you're talking、yeah. about. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's gone. Yeah, you have to be the one and the only to this feature. You have yeah, to so, claim. Yeah, so okay, so now it's a thing about description. Now、yeah. it's a description problem. Yeah. So how do you describe someone so specifically that it can only be one person, right? So it has to be something that doesn't change, <laughs> or I don't know. It's also about originality. Like you have to yeah, be, you the be original. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you can only be the one、uh-huh. of this feature. Yeah. It's hard to think of because we are such a collective beings、mm. that everyone shares certain things. Yeah, I mean, even in our naming society, we have there's more people that don't even care. Yeah, you know, for sure.、Yeah. So maybe it's not even necessary that you have to be like the only person ever. It just needs to be like in your friend group. You need to be the only person. So it immediately become a smaller group because if there's only one him, and then you know you're done. Yeah, you're that's done. True, that's true. That's true. I can be the him, but if if there's like five she. And then I have to be sheet of flowered person. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. If we go even further in the English language and in Dutch, and I think in Mandarin as well, but I'm not sure. You have the difference between she and he and they. Mandarin doesn't have a difference between he and she. Oh, that's why it doesn't. Me speaking English always is not like I cannot、uh. distinguish the gender or I am not like aware of the pronouncing just because from my language system. Not really in your yeah default. It's difficult. Actually, better though because it's super complicated. <laughs> yeah, it's both ta. I think written down is different. Like there's、oh, a there's、okay. a girl next to the girl female,、person. ta. <laughs> oh okay. But it just ta is the same、mm. pronunciation. So you know now we're thinking about it in the way that we can even distinguish between he and she. But if we would have this discussion in Mandarin, then yeah, that would even be yeah. Thing, there there、right? are sometimes your friend is referring to some person, for example, the boss. Suddenly, he's like, "Wait, your boss is a girl." It's like, "Yeah, the boss."、Oh. What? It changed the whole conversation. <laughs> like your imaginary、oh, so、of the scenario.、Yeah. Like the boss that I have in my head is so different from the,、yeah. the one that you are saying. It's like、yeah. it will happen because of the language differences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe there's going to be like an art form, like how to name most efficiently. Because、mm. if you say he, the one whose back is broken,、mm. <laughs> that's like a full sentence. If you want to say their name, then I guess he whose back is always broken. <laughs> yeah. Then you're using a lot of words. Not very efficient. You can only have relaxing conversations because if you want to be efficient, it's not going to work.、Mm. So maybe the people that are super efficient in name giving, they are just very talented in having limited words. He bike broke. 
Maybe that's become a thing. And then the people that are using that most efficiently can get the most work done because they can talk about people faster and they are the bosses of the world. I think it's also about claiming. I name you, so you're mine. Yeah. But then also your name needs to be different for everyone that you're talking to about this person, right? Because for all I know, I have a male friend that always breaks his bike. Mm -hmm. But then maybe for you, you never meet him when he's on his bike. So maybe you don't know that his bike is always broken. So if I say he the one whose bike is always broken, and for me, you don't know like, who we're uh, talking about. He the one who owns the most plants. Yeah. And I've never been at his home, so I don't know how much plants he has. Ah. It's pretty tricky. It's really tricky. Yeah. I feel like eventually, like, if we would talk about this for another hour, we would just end up with, like, names anyway. It's like, we just name names. Like, how can you, like, most efficiently describe someone? And you're like, well, Cherry. <laughs> you know, and then we're back where we started. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So maybe this is also just what happened in general in the world. How names started to be a thing. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But I do think so. Because, like, I think for our friends' names, there are some names that were, like, last name. There's actually, like, for example, Van Eyck. It's like uh -huh. from a river. Tree, I think, yeah. Yeah, from a tree. And then it's actually like they were from oh, a tree, Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah, right, right. That's true. In Dutch, for instance, you have a lot of surnames that are like Bakker, for instance, which is Baker. So like... So it's linked to a... You like basically a say job. John the Baker. And then the Baker is the surname. <gasps> you know what I mean? So is it like before... Like my it's... name's pretty random, but there's a lot of people that are called Anna de Bakker. Your name is not random, it's Finding Hammer. Yeah, but it doesn't really mean that. <laughs> yeah, okay. It's also words in English, but I don't know if that's how it happened. So, word building. <laughs> Brainstorm, yeah, yeah. Is it like before there's a group of people, they are all bakers, <laughs> and they kind of stop constantly, oh, okay, that's we are all bakers, we have to. <laughs> well, it's not really a group of bakers, I think, because it's like the one baker from the village. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows who it is, and there's only one of them. So that's why it's efficient to name them the baker. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. if there would have been two bakers, then they wouldn't both be called the baker, I think. As we go back to the original. Kind of, yeah. He's the original the OG baker. OG baker. The OG baker. <laughs> From the world, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then his last name is baker, and then all his kids is bakers. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a legacy. <laughs> like, <it's> like <laughs> Yeah. Ugh, naming is so complicated. Also, like, the just a system of last name and first name is complicated. Like, for example, Auden and Eve, I don't think they have a last name. I mean, they were the only people in the world. I don't think <laughs> they need a surname. Yeah. 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 yeah, they don't need a... Yeah. They're I mean, like, you could give them a surname if you yeah, want. Yeah. Yeah. Adam Baker. <laughs> Adam the Baker. Maybe he was a baker, you know? Yeah. Living his life. Yeah. yeah. Who knows? I don't know. Yeah, could be. Perfect end note. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> nice. I feel like this was a very good prompt. This led up nicely from the other topics we did. Adam Baker? I like that that's the, the conclusion of this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> okay, awesome. How does Dante end this normally? Thank you for listening. Uh, I hope uh, you have a best day. And then remember always your reverse are wrong. Awesome. Wow. Should I still do it? I feel like you just nailed it. I just blonde. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, I know one more thing that I can say. If you have any cool names or prompts or topics for us, you can always leave them at yourriversarewrong at gmail.com because we check it out and we love to hear from you. And remember, your rivers are wrong. Yeah, they're pretty wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
If you have any questions, comments, or ideas for future episodes that you'd like to hear us cover, feel free to contact us at yourriversarewrong at gmail.com. Our intro and outro music is written by Maarte Schellekens. Thanks for that. And again, thank you so much for listening. We hope to see you at the next one.